Are you my podcast? 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 Sarah Colonna. It's me. It's me. It's me, Mary. (laughs) Sarah. It's me. Hey. Hey, girl. It's what are me. you doing, Mary Rosinski? Oh, I am just living my best life. Uh, drinking a lacroix. Just kidding. I don't fucking know. I'm doing. I'm doing nothing. I'm excited to be talking to you. I know. I know you've had a big, big day. How are you? Oh, good. I'm running on the, this tiniest amount fumes. of fumes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I just just got in from the airport and from Canada, so I am just like, ah. Oh. But it's yeah. good. At least we're at least we're here and we're having we're going to do some funny shit. <laughs> yeah, we are. I mean, that's what we do. And I honestly think our autopilot is typically running on fumes. Probably like I'm not my best self when I'm well rested. I don't know how to handle that. <laughs> I like a well rested um, version of myself. I do. But yeah, yeah I'll be, I'm you. sure I'll be a little extra punchy today, which <laughs> Nobody will complain about. So there's that. I was gonna say, yeah, it's still it's fun for us, not for you, you know. But <laughs> um, well, we guys, you know that we are here. It's Wednesday, or whenever you're listening to this. Don't forget our Married at First Sight episodes are on Friday. And if you're listening to this this week when it came out, I am at the Punchline in Sacramento, August 19th through the 21st this weekend. So go to sarahcolona.com and get tickets and come see me in Sacramento. Sa- the sack they call it, which makes me giggle. <laughs> That's true. That's true. Yeah, I wasn't. Um, yeah, the sack. Oh, the old ball sack. Oh, good. The that's old where we went. Ball sack. Yeah. That's that's where you're gonna you're gonna make some people laugh and that go see <laughs> Sarah Clone. I wish I was watching you in the sack, but well, it'll happen soon. It's uh, a great club. That club's great. Um, yeah. Yes, and don't forget, we have our Patreon, seven dollars a month. For episodes, patron only. Yeah. You, you get the loosey goosey real shit. <laughs> <laughs> Basically what you're getting today. You'll get more of that. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Right, and uh, right. and then also please join our, our Are You My Podcasters Facebook group. Follow us on Instagram at Are You My Podcast. And don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe. Business yes. check done. Business check done. You nailed it, Coda. Hey, I don't know. I don't know how. I know you're very tired, but you're fucking... You're in it. So thank you. I'm in it. I don't, there's no backing out now. I'm here. I'm here in a minute. In it to win it. In it to, in it to win it, in it to finish. That doesn't rhyme. Either way, (laughs) we're doing a whatever the fuck Wednesday, which is my, my new name for this because we're doing what tickles us. And I think it's super duper fun. What did you, what did you do this weekend? Oh gosh. Okay. What did I do? Um, I like how I act like I don't know. I hung out. I maybe had some cocktails. I did swing into Helium Comedy Club because one of my all time favorite comics, David Tell, was performing this weekend. He had like six Love. sold out shows. Yes. And I was so excited to hear him after the pandemic and just like what what are what's new new bits and what how what how's he doing? You know. And it was great. And then he uh, he gave me a guest spot. Um, it was super fun just to see him. And I don't know. I really fucking love him. So. Oh, he's the greatest. He's hilarious. Yeah. And he's just like a super nice guy. And he's out of his 
fucking mind in the best way possible. Yes. Yeah. So he's yeah. super funny. Well, that's a fun weekend. I know. I know. It felt really, it was really, really fun. How about you? You were, uh, you had some some sports in your weekend and maybe mm-hmm. some husband time, huh? Yeah. I got to go to Canada and see John's game. And yeah, that was, it was fun. It was, he was actually allowed to go out for dinner. He wasn't allowed to go out oh, until yesterday. Cool. Yeah. So this, they let him, they released the whatever. They <laughs> opened the down, cage. Opened the yeah. cage. Yeah. We went out to dinner. <laughs> Like two normal Aww. people. It was lovely. So it was good. Wait, this is dumb. It's just, you know, it's really fucking hot, you know, here. It's just yeah. really hot oh, everywhere. Really is it really hot. hot in Canada too? Yeah. Yeah. It was really hot there. <laughs> I don't understand weather or geography. So you'll have to <laughs> forgive me. Yeah. It's just hot everywhere right now. And that's, um, but also, you know, with all these wildfires, there's a lot of fire- wildfires in BC. So the air in Canada is very smoky. And um, oh. it was, and then today when we landed in Calgary, I, I was like, I looked outside. I mean, you couldn't even see outside. Wow. It was so smoky. So that that's, that's terrible. So scary. I God know. Damn. The world is on fire. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it is, but that's a beautiful way to talk about it. Yeah. You know, I don't just make a ditty out of it. Everyone's yeah. going to die. <laughs> Die. (laughs) That's my 80s rock voice that I throw in at the end. Oh, I love it so much. Never not do that. Whatever that is. (laughs) Whatever that is, is exactly. Well, it's whatever the fuck Wednesday. Um, Yeah, it is. Yes, it is. I like this thing that you sent me because so we were just talking about um, how much we enjoyed doing our personality test. And I guess Mayor Bear was on the old Internet and found something. (laughs) 12 small habits that actually reveal a lot about your personality, which I, um, they're, they're silly things, but it is kind of interesting. I think what's most interesting is the way they were like, they then gave, you know, oh, if you're like this, then you're probably like, if you do this one little thing that like, then you're probably this anyway, what the whole article is about. We'll talk, we'll get into it because I thought that yeah. was kind of interesting. In going into, if you have, we did do the personality test on our Patreon. If you haven't checked it out, it's super funny episode, but we learned a lot about ourselves and each other. But I'm finding that I, when it, like what you just said, if it says like, oh, if you do X, Y, Z, then it probably means you're like this. And I'm like, oh, I do this. And I'm like, I'm not fucking like that, but I probably am. I just don't want to admit it to myself because it's kind of shitty. <laughs> you know, well, that's what we'll find out. Is this OK? So yeah. this says this mentions the Myers-Briggs personality type. type. Is that what we took? Is that the so one that we, we took? We we didn't do Myers-Briggs. That's I mean, we did one that is almost as involved. We did the I think it was called the Enneagram or something. Right. It was the one that they did on Married at First Sight. Yeah. Um, Clara and yeah. Ryan did it. So we copied. Them. Right. <laughs> right. Well, yeah, I'm like, honestly, we're not heady. Why else would we have done a fucking personality test? Because it was on a Married at First Sight episode. Yeah. <laughs> we come we on. Felt it's, that's, that's what we get inspired by, guys. Yeah. So it, we did something similar to that, which we, you know, maybe we'll do the Myers-Briggs. Uh, at some point, I just don't want to cry on this podcast, and I feel like some of those results—they um, go deep. Kuda. They did go I don't deep, know. guys. You, yeah, you definitely need to if you get, get on Patreon and go back and listen to that. It'll be literally worth your seven dollars just to listen to that. But um, <laughs> I, I don't know if I can go back and listen to it. I should. It should be like an exercise in self awareness. Anyway, well, this was a little lighter, a little yeah. bit of a lighter look at behaviors and personalities. 
Yeah. So there, well, the, it starts with the way you roll toilet paper, which I guess it's like everyone has there. Everyone has such a strong opinion one way or the other, the right way you hang the toilet paper. Um, and this could be a deal breaker for, for like, I'm almost worried to hear what yours is because if it's not mine, I feel like that's weird for us. Well, that's true. Maybe this is uh maybe this is our last podcast. Maybe I'll go what <laughs> you're a what toilet paper Wednesday. monster. Yeah. And then I and I just log off of Zoom and never speak to you again. It's possible. <laughs> I don't know. I was gonna say anything is possible, especially today. Well, it says they 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 surveyed two thousand men and women. That's a lot of people to talk to toilet talk about toilet paper with. Um, talk toilet paper. Yeah, yeah. For the overhand or underhand position, she wanted to know, and how. Um, she said her result results suggest that those who prefer the overhand method are more dominant, while the underhand method underhanders tend to be more submissive like how she went from this is how you hold your toilet paper to you're just submissive in your relationship i don't know apparently it was a big study that she did but we don't (laughs) want to read all of that because that would be boring we just want to say that basically if you do the overhand you tend to be more dominant in your relationship and if you're underhanded then you're just like apparently a doormat in your relationship does this this resonate with you noodle yeah no you know i well I'm just going to go out there and say that I am I based on based on this data, um, I am a, a not a submissive person. I'm the dominant. I have the paper goes over like on the top. Right. That's what that means. Yeah, that's what mine does, too. I don't oh, I don't. Thank God, if I go okay. anywhere else and it's under and you know, it's I turn it around. Like even if it's at someone else's, I'll fix it for them. <laughs> Have you ever done I'll... it in a public a public place? You're just like, God damn it, McDonald. No, I'm kidding. It'd be funny. I have if you just... actually. I yeah. I've done it in a in a in a um, public place where I've been able to figure out how to. You know, sometimes they're tricky. Oh. Toilet... <laughs> like oh. sometimes it's it... got like a lock, and you're like, oh, forget it, or a yeah, slide over a fucking... thing master's degree in engineering yeah i mean believe me i've been to the point where like there's been i can't get it in a public place and i can feel that there's another one in there but i mean you know search me i'll be there all day so i'll just dig in my purse for a kleenex or something because i just i don't have it in me you know i don't know yeah. if you've ever that might be too much i want to say my mother and i god love her favorite person in this world she does the under and so every time I'm home, which I'm going home soon, I have to change it. And she's, but she is more of the, like, I'm, I'm the, the I strong arm her into things. She's the more submissive, uh, goes along with shit. So that makes sense. But it's like, she weird. lets you come in and just change her toilet paper around and then leave. Like she, that's how submissive yeah, she is. is that's that what, how yeah. submissive. And she won't even say anything. She won't bring it up. I'll bring it up because I'm a fucking dickhead. You know, like, come on. And we, you know, and she'll laugh and make me some tea. That's what we do. <laughs> That's what you guys do. Um, I don't. Yeah, it seems it seems like a reach to think that this is how people um, that, that it goes into how people are in relationships. But maybe um, or this lady just made this up and she said she talked to 2000 people and then she made up a study because she wanted to be featured in this article. That's probably more likely. I think so, too. And I think this is one of those articles where it's like it was like that thing with the dress. What was it or what was it? with What color do you see? And remember, oh, we don't said it dro- fucking bring that up. That I know me it off. drove you crazy. Yeah, this might have been the wrong day to bring that up. I do apologize. Um, But it's like you're it's like astrology. You're going to 
you know, the heart wants what the heart wants. You're going to see what you want with what this lady says about how you wipe your ass or the way you hang your toilet paper, you know? Right, right. Yes. Um, I don't hopefully, know. Hopefully everyone wipes their ass the same way. Yeah. You know, <laughs> front to back. We've established that. We've had this conversation before. Nobody's. Yeah. Nobody do it yeah. the wrong way, because that would no. say a lot more about you than it would about the way you <laughs> hold your <laughs> hang your toilet paper. <laughs> That is very true. And th- listen, that was just a flub when I was talking. So I don't want to revisit that conversation about when I, I did say I wiped the wrong way. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, well, OK. The next thing they said is your shoe choices. So it says you can read someone's personality through their choice of footwear. Volunteer- <laughs> volunteers submitted photos of their shoes and then completed a questionnaire on their personality traits. Can you imagine I mean, volunteers, like, at least give them a few bucks for taking this shitty, t- yeah. shitty test. Like, right. I could take a photo of my feet and then send you a questionnaire. I mean, at least give me gas money, even though right. I didn't leave, leave the house for it. But something. It's worth a 20 or at least. Come on. Yeah. I mean, who's who's got the time and interest in that? Yeah. I I didn't agree with this one. I mean, well, it did. I mean. They pulled a lot out of nothing, if if you ask me with yeah. this one. Well, they said that people gazed the photos and described the personality of the wearer, and they were actually pretty accurate. They said they 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 mostly guessed the age, income, and attachment anxiety, attachment anxiety of someone based on their shoes. The results indicate that people who wear comfortable shoes tend to be relatively agreeable. Mare Bear. Yeah. I am. Like, but don't I wasn't you like a always. sensible loafer? Well, I mean, I don't like it, but I feel like at this point with just, yeah, no, the answer is yes. I am a more, I'm a door, I'm a fucking doormat. I should probably grab my toilet paper the other way. I mean, I'm living my life wrong, but yes, I do. Well, I mean, you just started to disagree and then you turned around and agreed. So it seems like you're pretty agreeable. (laughs) (laughs) No, I am. I definitely, you know, I, I, that's my problem. I'm like a chameleon. I don't know who the fuck I am. I'm a people pleaser, but yes, I do wear a sensible shoe. I didn't always, though. So that was like an age thing. That's where I feel like. um, And also, like, what are you doing? You can't you can't wear like, you know, Louboutins if you wanted like stilettos on stage. I'm sure some people do for an hour. But, you know, no, you can't. I mean, that's I I do. I agree with you that I think your shoe choices choices tend to be more about where you're going or what you're doing or also your age and you're feeling like I don't have to, especially after, I don't know, after 2020, you good luck getting me in anything other than a flip flop. But, um, yeah, exactly. But they say ankle boots are generally worn by those who are more aggressive. And I do like to wear an ankle boot on stage. So do I. That's literally the same brand of lucky. I wear, I have a gray (laughs) and a black and that's my uniform. Yeah. I love an ankle boot. So I think that we are probably more and maybe that puts us more in aggressive mood because we're on stage. And yeah, I was I'm not trying. The last line here confused me because then it said it said wearing comfortable shoes implies that you're more of a calm person or no wearing uncomfortable shoes implies that you're more of a calm person while those with new and well maintained footwear have a more anxious or clingy persona. are they talking about okay in my head i'm like they just described me but i don't think i have new and well-maintained footwear so now i'm like back to fucking square one with this well but you do you have the comfortable shoe i think they're tying that back to the comfortable shoe and so you're more anxious and clingy and apparently um i'm a little bit more laid back because i like to rock an ankle boot more often than you do but i don't 
feel like they're I feel like they're really uh you reaching when they um, yeah. when they came yeah. up with that one. I I honestly this shoe choice one can go fuck itself cuz I am so confused and I don't I don't I don't buy it. I mean I'm I not going to go to a, I'm not going to go to a wedding um you know in a fucking Burke, you know, rubber Birkenstock that I've been sporting around town lately in my in the fair city of Philadelphia. You know what I mean? It's like I don't know, whatever. No, I'm mad. I am clingy and anxious, so we didn't need to read this study. Let's move to the next. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, the way you walk. It says body Uh language expert tells uh, men's health that your stroll reveals your personality. If your weight is usually forward and your stride is quick, you're extremely productive and highly logical. People admire (laughs) you for that, but you may come off a bit cold and competitive. If you walk with your chest forward, shoulders back, I'm like practicing that, and your tits out, tits out, yeah, and your head held high, um, you're fun, charismatic, socially adept, though you may tend to hog the spotlight. Oh, well, that's, that's common in a lot of politicians and celebrities. So, I mean, I see what they're saying, but okay. Well, and then the, it's, yeah. It if, says if you, the, it says if your weight is over your legs, you're more interested in people than in tasks. Well, how the fuck do you walk without your weight over your legs? Isn't that what your legs are for? I think that, that is what your legs are for. I don't think. Yeah, I'm trying to. I was trying to understand that. With like, if your weight is low over your legs, not forward or back, you're more interested in people than in tasks, and more focused on your personal life than your career. With like, I, you're, you're focused on your personal life because you don't want to go because you, you try not to get hit by a car. I don't know how you walk without your shit directly <laughs> over your legs. I guess they're trying to say in the other ways. They're like you're, you you walk a little more forward. First of all, my yeah, stride yeah. I, my stride is very quick. I walk. Yeah, you are you are the quickest walker and yes, you are such a quick walker. Yes. And I got no time for bullshit when there's people walking slow around me. I got no time no. for it. I no. could I I even today walking down the jetway onto an airplane, there was a lady, she was real slow, but I I I I took inventory of her and realized yeah. that she was an older lady who was it, she was not walking slow because she felt like it. She was walking slow because that's how she had to walk. So she probably I had a sensible shoe on too. She did have a sensible shoe on. I believe it was like a Tiva, if I could really. Nice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I like and, the picture. Yeah. And I um I I I looked at my said Sarah. <laughs> this is just <laughs> I says to myself, I says Sarah. I says to myself, Sarah, this is a lady who needs to take her time walking down this jetway. And the plane's not going anywhere and you're not going to get there any faster or any better just by rushing up around her. And that would be rude. So I just walked real slowly and I was real proud of myself. I'll tell you, because I usually wow. will just barrel right around someone and leave and be, and make some sort of, oh, my God, when I walk past them, like a noise like yeah. that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> to let them know that they're horrible people. Well, that's really that's a very, um, you know. I don't know, thoughtful way to do that because it was her intent, like meaning you knew she wasn't doing it on purpose. She's not an asshole. And no. you just sort of had empathy for the situation. So you dialed it back and and you, you that's nice. That's, yeah, that's growth. Sarah. It sure. It sure is. Especially um, when you're when you're rocking no sleep. <laughs> yeah, that's growth. Definitely big growth. Yeah, I will say that I do not when when someone is because someone's um 
just walking around with their head up their ass or looking at their phone or which is like half the time in airports and you just have to, I will, I do the grunt and, and moan and walk past them and make sure that they understand that I'm not pleased with their situation. I have to, I I, I like that because it's like, you're like, as Mark, what he says, it's like, I'm communicating with my fellow humans. You're letting them know. <laughs> There's like a little bit of accountability that sort of needs to be had when you, act, you know, and, and so you're sort of you're it's a teachable moment. And I think you're doing God's work. Um, You are a very fast walker. And I want to know when you're in an airport that has those movable walkways, do you get on them? Because I feel like for you, you would just you turn into like fire and smoke and be at the other <laughs> end if you were walking on one of those things like you're you're so quick. And then what if you got on one of those? Has this ever happened? And then the person isn't walking. I could see you just like Dukes of Hazarding oh, over them or something. Girl, you mean the people that don't understand walk right, stand li- or what what is yes. it? Yeah, it's walk yes. right, stand left. It's whichever one it is. I forget. Um, yeah, or it's the opposite. But you know when you're on there, and there's even a little sign. <laughs> it says, <laughs> "If you want to stand on the moving walkway, feel free, but stand to the side." And you follow uh-huh. that sign like a normal mm-hmm. human being. Oh no, people like to stand right in the middle of it. Oh, mm-hmm. I with their I, with their <laughs> luggage in the way and shit. Yeah, if you think I haven't. And I'm not, mm. I'm not proud of this, but if you think I haven't gone, walk right, stand left, walk right, stand <laughs> and gone around someone, you're kidding yourself. I am over the moon to know that that's what you say. Cause even me, who's like, I'm like, I think it's stand like, right, walk left now that I'm put. I have to, my, my when you picture directions it, yeah. are off right now, but yes, but I've, whatever but, is uh, the correct thing, I've definitely yelled it out loud and then motored around some people and oh fucking wheels i'm gonna start calling you wheels Kelowna <laughs> that is who you are you are the fastest walker i love it i love it i i honestly love that you yell the rules again another teachable moment i just get i like get like shrill and i'm like excuse me like a like a psycho you know so they're just probably like oh this bitch has probably just pissed her pants or something <laughs> like i'm in the midst I of a just, tantrum well it's just fascinating sometimes because like i've never been at an airport where i've had like a whole bunch of time and i get there early i get there <laughs> you know I've, but i've never yes. you always got to get somewhere you're not at the airport to willy-nilly Ooh. around for a few hours <laughs> Who the fuck are the monsters that get like a massage or a manicure or a pedicure at the airport? Oh my God, how? <laughs> I I don't care if I was like delayed a day, I wouldn't feel comfortable, like relaxed enough to get pampered at the airport. I someone told me recently that they got like a manicure or like a mani pedi at the airport, and it blew my mind okay listeners please message us like go on the instagram or wherever and on and leave us mess or go on the facebook or even my podcasters i i need to know if you've ever gotten a mani patty at a at a or or the massage i can almost see when they have like say you're delayed and it's like for sure delayed like an hour and you're like i could go over there and get a 15 minute shoulder rub i I could see it i could see because you sit in a chair you don't get you know you're not getting naked. Right, right. Yeah, you're not going into a private room or anything. Hope not at the airports I've been at. But um <laughs> no, no, not <laughs> the domestic no, flights that I've taken, <laughs> they keep you out in the open. So no, that's okay, listeners. If you do 
if you're pro getting a mani or a pedi at the airport and you I want we want you to share that with us but I I'm going to need a little like some of the whys behind it because I I don't get it. No, I don't either cuz I don't feel like I, what I do wonder is it do they go really in? Like do you get like a real pedicure like do they cut the cuticle do they take the calluses like do they go yeah. full like lady on my corner that she does right. in a, in a right. shop she doesn't just sit on the corner but she is almost she's in a salon <laughs> it, there's a door right and it locks a business yeah. it, it yeah. closes and everything mm-hmm. yeah but it's they're almost like um doctors with i've had where it's like literally um like ingrown nails and just whatever yeah i don't it's, i I don't feel that an airport one would be, like you said, that sort of experience. It'd be like, no, I feel like they they just polish you you up or, yeah, Yeah. it can't be, they they can't, but maybe we're wrong. Maybe they give you the full blown and maybe it's when you are suit red, like they're like, you're delayed for four hours and you go, I guess I can go get a mani-pedi and a massage (laughs) while I'm here at LAX. None of it sounds (laughs) relaxing because You know what it is? It, Sarah, it's because if you and I were given four hours extra at the airport, where do we go immediately? Um, to the bar. Oh, right. Yeah, that's why. Yeah. So oh, if someone doesn't want to go to the bar, they're probably, you know, we we like that. And I'm not talking about like imbibing the entire time, but that's what it's like, you know, it's like oh, a mother's I love hug. an airport. Yeah, I love right. an airport bar. I go so right maybe, to it. Yeah, maybe that's just the alternative if someone's like, that's not my that's not my jam, you know? I don't know. But yeah, I'd like to know. It's possible. Yeah. No, the only other thing I wanted to add about this is that it doesn't mention anything about whether you're sober or drunk or fucked up or anything. Because I walk, the only time I walk with my chest forward and my shoulders back and my head held high is usually like when I'm headed to break the seal or go to the bathroom and I got a nice (laughs) buzz on. When you when you're a couple seltzers in, yeah, couple seltzers in, you know, squoze the last of the wine bag, and I'm just kind of feeling good about things. You know, I look in the mirror and I'm like, "Who's this catch?" I mean, we all know that moment. It's rare, but it's my. That's when I probably walk like a you know a politician or a celebrity. It's nice when you give yourself a nice comp a compliment like that, and it usually does mm-hmm. come from a couple of nice cocktails, and then and then the mm-hmm. next morning you just feel like a big giant turd again. Um, <laughs> you see, you see the picture that was taken of you right around that time, and you're like, oh no, somebody was lying to herself. <laughs> Holy shit! Someone yeah. had the confidence. Well, I do like that they added in here um, that there was a study uh, published that suggested jail inmates with psychopathic tendencies. We're able to judge vulnerability and pick potential victims simply by viewing the way people walk. Oh, Jesus. Yeah. That's- so now I want to think this is why I walk fast because I'm trying not to get murdered. <laughs> you are. You're always you're always anti-murder with everything you're doing. So, yeah, I mean, it makes sense. Me, I'm a big old target target on my back. <laughs> Just ambling around town, nowhere to be. With your weight over your legs where it's supposed to be. (laughs) Yeah, all willy-nilly with my weight right above my... How bizarre. That is so funny. Yeah, I I guess I could see that. I mean, I do understand, too. You can tell a lot about someone's confidence or like if they... Or I would think even if they're just not paying attention. Like if you wanted to rob someone, then you're going to probably go for the person who's got, you know on the phone that walks out into the middle of the street and doesn't even notice a car is coming or whatever. Like you're right. going to have a little more right. luck with that. 
than me blowing past you on a moving walkway, right? Like, like right. You're gonna have better They're like, luck what's with that them. noise? <laughs> it's wheels Kelowna. Hold on, grab the grab the arm rail. She's Damn, coming right, by on the walk left. left. <laughs> <laughs> like an army sergeant. Oh, Sarah, I am just very excited about sharing um, an airport and airplane experience with you. I know it'll happen. I don't know when, but I will be uh, documenting it like we're going to submit it to Netflix because I cannot wait. I wish someone would actually document my husband getting on a plane because he has done it a million times. Uh, travels. <laughs> he that he gets so anxious right before it boards. Aww. He's oh, he starts sweating. He just wants <laughs> and 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 like and then when he's putting his stuff up above the bin, he's just like huffing and puffing and sweat. Like he just wants to make sure it fits and he wants to make sure he's not in anyone's way. And I just, I don't, it is the cutest thing in the world, but I'm like, what, what is wrong with you? He'll just, we just don't really talk that much when, when boarding, we just, I just let him feel his feelings mm-hmm. unravel. And yeah. you're just kind of, you're cleaning stuff off with your antibacterial cloths and <laughs> yeah. singing. And, Oh God, it's my favorite thing. You should film him next time. If he's open to it. He probably would. Well, I could just do it and not tell him. Um, <laughs> the next, the next one was your handshake. Yeah. Um, I mean, okay. I think this is like a bit of a snooze fest. Cause it's like, We've known, I mean, you grew up or if you ever like, oh, you had a job interview or you always saw in movies like a firm handshake means you're, you know, all biz and confident. And I mean, this didn't really say a whole lot. Well, it? no, it's pretty big. Ba- I mean, it's pretty much the basics. But you know what? I, I, It is shocking to me still to this day in 2021. Well, not that I've shaken a lot of hands in the past year and a half, but um, when <laughs> back when we were allowed to, it's yeah. It's like, uh, it's jarring to me when someone still has that gross little dead fish. Dead fish. It's, I'm like, haven't you heard about this? Haven't you, you know what I mean? It's kind of like, it's like when someone, um, it brings something smelly on a plane. Like you've heard about this. You've heard people have talked about this now for years. Like you should know by now that you should at least try to be, you don't have to rip someone's arm off out of their socket but just right that, right oh when you get and it's honestly it's even worse when a man does it it's like it's more creepy for me oh, for some reason when a man too. is like like a limp yes. noodle and you're just like ew what was that uh, it was so upsetting <laughs> why do you say limp noodle like geez if your handshakes like that what's your dick like like it- it's like very <laughs> it's very telling but and I wonder, is that a generation thing, too? I feel like it probably is in this this, you know, and I'm not I'm not trying to sound like Aunt Nana, but the whole like, uh, you know, every younger generations, it's like, oh, on their phones, everything is a text or a, a this or that. There's less um, live interaction, you know, like the handshake is almost like antiquated. I have to say, I know that we're in this um you know, the variant and the whole things. I was very careful. I wore my mask a bunch this weekend. Philly just put the mandate in, but I did have a handshake experience. It was after the set and like somebody came over to me and it was a man and they were like, Hey, great job, whatever. And then went they, I'm a pushover. They put their hand out and it was, it was like, they barely even grabbed my, I don't even know if they got to my palm, but it was so like you said the the limp dick fish or whatever the dead fish it was um 
I mirrored what they did because it caught me off guard. It was almost like, oh, they just handed me a snotty rag. And I was like, oh, there it is. Yeah. You know what I mean? I didn't know what to do. Yeah. I don't. You, there's no way to really handle that because what are you going to do? Just rip your hand away. But I I mean, right. It's just um, it's just like it's just a bizarre thing. So, guys, yeah, both men and women, just if, you, if we're, when you're shaking a hand, you don't have to go nuts but you know, give them a nice right. handshake let's i mean we all know this yeah um, like it's you're not passing off a booger you know what i mean you're just kind of you want to get in there <laughs> Ew, and just a I little boogers why would you say i'm booger? sorry i said that i don't know i maybe know that you're i don't i don't know why am i being antagonistic to you today i don't mean to i nothing, haven't said nothing re- nothing makes me squirm more than like that word and the thought of one anywhere near me like someone else, like seeing one or sitting on one or whatever. So just FYI, yeah. nobody ever, yeah. nobody do that to me. Um, I was going to say, yeah, don't run your hands under like tables and things. Like, people are really gross. It Sorry. Actually okay. makes me, no, it actually makes me gag in the back of the back of my throat. Like it makes me. <laughs> oh, oh, okay. Oh, okay. <laughs> I mean, can you imagine oh. if I had children? I'd be like, what is coming out of your nose? <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, children's boogers. Sorry, I keep saying it like that, but I did. Um, they, You know, they're probably a little. No, they're all gross. They're gross. There's no, it's a lot disgusting. We, yeah, we it can't is. talk about it You're anymore. Right. Okay. I'm going to throw well, Moving on. Okay, okay. The next right. one is email Sorry. etiquette. If you're trying to pick up cues from your coworker, the answer may lie in your inbox and how you handle your emails. I just like how they word things. Um, <laughs> you still like Viviana. It says, narcissists generally use the words such as I, me, and mine. Extroverts tend to be more casual and talk about fun-related things like music and parties. And it's not yeah. only what you say, it's how you say it. What does this have to do with the emails? I mean, if you're, what if you're emailing your boss and you just go off on music and parties? You sound like a fucking grade-A psycho. You yeah. know? It, it, it doesn't make any sense. No, I don't really understand. I mean, it says ab- absence of typos is a sign of someone's conscientious perfectionism. Well, here's the thing about typos, though. I used to really, I-, I disagree about this because it says they have like poor grammar indicates lower levels of IQ. We are in a, in a world, the, the iPhone, it's impossible not to have a typo. It doesn't yeah, matter yeah. what you do. You have you oh you always have a typo. I do anyway. I don't know if I just don't know how to use my ha- my hands on a phone, but well, it's like the there's always typos. Yeah, and the autocorrect is like to dumb things, and so they always have typos. I would be more interested in a study about the type of person who sends you an email. This used to happen to me at work when I worked uh, at Chelsea lately. There was a man that would send me emails, and then he would walk by my office two seconds later and go, <laughs> "Just sent you an email." Oh Jesus, that's some that's like serial killer shit. I think, and I that's would be aggressive. Like, oh, it drove. I'd be like, I'm sitting, I'm sitting in front of my computer, and you know how these computers work? They're work computers. What pops up is your email. Your email's always open. <laughs> so if you just sent me an email, I fucking just got it. Right, right. Yeah. Why did she just come over and have a conversation if it's that dire? Bill or whatever the fuck he was yeah. bored. That guy he just didn't have enough to do. I don't think, but it maybe drove he liked me. you. No, no, it wasn't that. He was a super nice guy. I mean, hopefully he's not a podcast listener, but um, because he'll know I'm talking about him. But he was a super nice guy. <laughs> but that shit drove me nuts. I, I would, I'd, I'd rather see a study about that. Like, why did yeah. you get up from your office and walk by someone's office just to tell them that you just sent them an email that they just got? 
I mean, that's, um, that's really, uh, well, actually it goes into the, the last line of this, of this part made me laugh. It said, um, long emails reflect energy and thoroughness, but also some degree of neediness. <laughs> and, um, I thought, I thought of myself and it actually reminded me, cause I think this, you know, this can kind of correlate with texting too, that I thought it was funny, um, that I sent you, Sarah, um, a text. I just had like a spiral of thoughts one day. I remember this a oh, couple yeah. of weeks ago. And, um, it was one of those like long texts where you had to scroll a whole bunch. But I also knew you're a texting person and you're on the go and traveling and doing things like, oh, maybe you'd see it, read it, whatever. And um, I sent that to you and there was, you know, some some key thoughts and then I never heard back from you about it. <laughs> and uh, it was radio silence. And I started to think she's either trying to teach me a lesson this is her version of a text like stand right, walk left moment <laughs> or she hates me or I and and literally the next time we zoomed, I'm like, oh, yeah, you were probably I was sorry about that text. And you're like, what text? And I was like, fuck you. I, I really didn't get it. And that was like, I, I can't I know that feeling of being like, I cannot believe someone didn't respond. Like I sent out like all these thoughts. I, I understand it wasn't quite. But no, I really didn't get it. And I think it was that I think I flew that day. And I just think when I landed, like sometimes your shit just doesn't really something else had already mm -hmm. come in and I just didn't see it. And poor Mayor Bear just had to sit in that dirty diaper all day. That dirty <laughs> shit up my back diaper, just like thinking, oh, well, we had a good run. It was fun. <laughs> well, I just want to say that I, I do have a degree of neediness and you know that. <laughs> No, I know. I would never, ever ignore something like that. But so that I just feel like that tells me that um, you know that I would never. Uh, oh, of course not. Oh, I right. know that it was. It, no, a million percent. But I'm just but saying the that, fact that, that you just had to stew for for days before you were mm -hmm. like, yeah, that text I sent you. And I was like, I don't know what you're talking about. That you was what's funny. Yeah. yeah. I said to Mark, too, like, I was like, oh, yeah, um, Sarah never texted me back. Oh, so. Anyway, what else is going on? Want to Mark? Want to start a new podcast? I don't know how. Whatever, just ruined his anyway, whole weekend. I know, I know, I did. But uh, and just in saying, long emails and long texts uh, reflect a thoroughness, but also a degree of neediness, and I think we both concur. So, um, yeah. Anyway, yeah, I, I know. know. Well, because I'm more of like I text a bunch of different thoughts, and then like I'll send something, and then I'm like, oh, and, and then I'll send something again, oh, and. So like I can't. That's probably even more annoying. Um. Than, than someone walking up and asking you if you just read their email that they just sent you. But <laughs> you who I just sent you this text, but no, I love it. I love it. I mean, I'm, I'm just glad that we're still doing this and we're still friends. <laughs> still. Um, well, I wanted to kind of, the uh, ticks is kind of dumb. I, I wanted to do the eating habits one. Did you want to? Yes. Yeah. Let's do it. Yeah. Because it says like science suggests also how you eat. Um, is or well, whatever. Someone specializes in food behavior. As someone, it's a psychologist. I just gave them. I just downgraded them to a someone. Um, <laughs> uh, they said that food-related behaviors can tell us a lot about personality. Slow eaters are usually people who like to be in control and know how to appreciate life. But fast people, fast eaters, tend to be ambitious and impatient. I yeah. Okay, go ahead. No, I want to hear. I'm dying. I want to hear what you well, do. What do, you, do you eat on? like you walk? <laughs> I do. I do. It's actually <laughs> horrifying. I mean, really? I eat so fast. And sometimes 
Like I remember one time I was out with my friend Brandon having lunch and we <laughs> ate and then I finished and I looked over and he had like taken two bites of his sandwich and he goes, is your food gone? And I was like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and he was like, what? are you serious? And I was like, I don't what I mean, the food came and I ate it like I don't. And yeah. I yeah, it ha- I'm always the first one done. And I do. Eat, and I didn't grow up in a big family. There's no I was never worried about someone getting all the food before I got there. None of that shit <laughs> that people try to say is part of it. I'm just a monster. That's it. I think that is so interesting. So what's John is John? Are you so you're always done before John? Is he a super slow eater? Or is he comparable to you? He's just like a normal. He just eats like a normal, normal. human being like what yeah. like a respectable normal human would eat. Yeah. And I and I've tried to slow down. I've tr- I've tried to slow down lately, especially when I eat steak, because they say it's bad for your tummy to eat it too fast. <laughs> oh, your poor tummy, <laughs> Sarah. I think part of it stems from bartending, because when I would oh, have a break, like a I would basic- meal, yeah. yeah, you would basically had ten fifteen minutes to to throw something down from bartending and waiting tables. It's not like you got to sit down for an hour. So right, I, I right. think it's from that, but also it's, you know, I'm, I'm several years out of that business and maybe I should learn to control myself in public. It's total utility though. It's like you're, do you hear that? What was that? Like a screeching. It's a little fucking kid. These little, this family, <laughs> I was, I'm not even kidding. Mark can either del- edit this or not. There's no, leave it in. Little, little fucking kids across the street. These little girls, and they're cute and stuff, but they fucking shriek for no. I am on the third floor of a very well insulated brick building, and that little monster and her vocal cords just fucking ruined my day. I, I honestly, the first one, I was like, I, I, I think my eardrums bleeding, but I just can't see it because I have headphones on. But I, I'm so angry right now. I. I wouldn't harm a child, but I would I would make her very scared of the sound of my voice right <laughs> yes, now. Yes, yes, you could oh. definitely. Um, that is that was loud. <laughs> I mean, I even heard it, and I hope. Yeah. It, I mean, I hope it carried over into the podcast so people could actually hear it. But if you don't, just know that it was very high pitched and um, um, a little yeah, terrifying. There was three of them right in a row, and I have a feeling Mark's probably outside right now, like like a bouncer. <laughs> I don't know. He's probably like screaming, like she's recording upstairs. <laughs> Anyway, I'm sorry about that. We're trying to work in there. (laughs) Yeah. So what does it say about your personality if you're unable to move on from your neighbor (laughs) fucking kid across the street just screaming like, I mean, I hope she never really gets in trouble because I'll never go out to help her because she does. She cries wolf all the fucking time. Right. Anyway, that's a problem. I really need I need to reel it back. I'm sorry. Um, (laughs) Back to how I eat because I just want to go push a kid onto the sidewalk. <laughs> Not really. I don't mean no. that. I mean, it's just... How do you eat? How do you eat? How do I eat? Are you I'll a slow you, eater? Yes, I am. I try to be kind of slow, but I think it's also because, um, I don't know. I mean, this is the sa- saddest part. Like, if we're out to dinner or something and like, okay, I think I eat sort of regular, regular speed. You know what I mean? I am thinking about it, though, because if it was a contest, I could win. I could win a hot, I could win a food eating contest. I mean, it's not like I can't eat fast, but I like to quotes make a meal out of it, you know, take my time. 
No, but usually I'm watching a show too or something where I'm like sort of distracted, like on my couch, like we just ordered takeout or something. But I definitely think that's um, how you're supposed to eat. I think the I think me um, shoveling things in like somebody's coming for it is not is not the healthy way. (laughs) Somebody's going to take it away. Well, it's funny you say that about the bar, you know, bartending because I can see that influence where it's like you're, you know, you're you're just kind of in a hurry and you're just getting through it you know and i think that's why i don't like to eat before comedy shows because usually we can eat or get a bite of something at a club and they'll be like oh would you like something before you go on and i don't want to because i don't want to just horse it down i you know and then feel like shit when i'm trying to you know do you eat before you perform um no usually like maybe in between shows or after or something but um yeah yeah, for the same reason but um, you know, just know that if you're ever hungry and you order something uh, in between shows and you hope it's going to be there and I happen to be back there, too. <laughs> good luck, because it's probably going to be gone. <laughs> we'll just go in our separate rooms and just like not make eye contact. But I can't. I honestly so many things just learning about you. I want to do. I just can't <laughs> wait to fucking watch you eat. And then and then I'm going to act or I won't make it known. I'll be subtle. and I'll be like, wait, did you get your food? Did you, did it come? <laughs> did you? Um, cause I thought I saw food, but the food's not here. Yeah. But it's gone. I'm interested to hear, um, our, uh, rumpers tell us how they eat as well. If they're fast, like me or not. And then mm-hmm. this last, I think uh, there's a couple other t- kind of dumb ones like selfies and stuff, but I do want to discuss this last one, the way you carry a bag. Um, yes, that was interesting. Because, yeah, here's why, because I already disagree. Now, it says wearing a purse in the crook of your arm shows your high maintenance and place a lot of emphasis on social status. So that Mirla, let's check on Married at First Sight this week and see how Mirla carries her bag. Um, Oh, yes. And it says wearing the strap with across your body with the bag in front, like a crossbody, you prioritize protection. Toting your bag behind you means you're like cool, calm and collected. People who sport a backpack are more independent and want to take care of themselves and the people around them. Bullshit. Yeah. People what the who fuck carry, does that mean? Yeah. They, people who care. Well, maybe in general, but people who carry backpacks on airplanes, being you in the <gasps> head with it and don't give a shit about yes. anyone around them. So Sarah, such a valid point. Yeah. They'll swing around, turn, do whatever. They don't give a shit. You're right. Do you know what I do when that happens to me? Because it happens to me all the time. Backpack, backpack. Backpack, back, backpack. I mean, it's the most direct way. People, I bet you, all around this great country are afraid of you. They're like, oh, my God. Well, well this this lady. But I don't blame you. I'd say this art, this reading this article has, um, I have concluded that I am, in fact, a monster and that people should stay away from me. I have a feeling that you should be a a Sherpa or a shepherd (laughs) and get people through the airport and on, you know, I mean, I feel like you're in survival mode. You're self-aware, you know, people, that's the other thing when they talked about how people walk, if you're just, or if you're standing in the walkway, looking at your phone, that's like selfish and self-absorbed. Like you're be aware of your surroundings of what other people are doing around you. That just means it's not all about you. And you're yeah, very you're, selfless, Coda. Well, selfless and um and, and just and just in general a little angry, it seems today, especially. <laughs> seems now that I probably angry, tired, and hungry. Just a couple <laughs> things happening. But um 
Oh, man. I bet you left a path of bodies in LAX <laughs> when you got home today. <laughs> I bet there's just, I mean, absolute mayhem, but you're just smoking wheels. You just made it through. <laughs> just I list my favorite thing. Oh, just grunting and making noise. Yeah. Just right mm-hmm. behind people. Exasperated. So, but that is a good idea for me for a backup career is uh, to usher people through airports. You would be the scariest TSA worker (laughs) in the fucking world, you know, or like, oh man, but in the best way possible. Uh, Oh, but I would be the first to be like, oh, I'm sorry. You never flown before, sweetheart. Take your fucking (laughs) shoes off. (laughs) You didn't know that? Oh, you never heard about the three ounce thing in the in the clear bag? You never heard about that. We're not doing that, <laughs> Sarah. I'm it, not even kidding. <laughs> oh fuck! I, I feel like they wouldn't hire me if I'm being honest, but um, I could try. I think they'd promote you immediately. You'd be like the leader of the, <laughs> the leader pre- of the mean president pants of the group. TSA. <laughs> <laughs> mean pants <laughs> they're like wow we've never had the uh, the efficiency in our our uh airports all around just from this one lady who uh put together some charts and graphs and now we have people are serving time out there's a whole thing going on a lot of people aren't making their flights because they've been forced to turn around and leave in tears um <laughs> lots but- of crying more crying at the airports than we've seen in years <laughs> Oh, oh, I love that so much. Well, oh. I think we really learned a few things today and, and mostly that people are going to be scared of me if they ever see me in public. Um, it's respect, Sarah. They're going to respect you. And they're going to probably think I they should call someone about my hatred for my neighbor's kids. But I promise I'm not <laughs> going to do anything. All you said was that you were going to scare her with your loud words. And yeah. I think that uh, everyone can relate. That's true. It's true. It I just... Uh, they're not for me. But um no, I really appreciate this. This was fun. And um you you brought it. I know you're tired, but I'm glad I got to talk to you. <laughs> um, we love you guys. You know that we're here on Wednesdays and then on Fridays are married at first sight recaps. So do not forget to listen to those and join our Patreon and support us if you can. Yes, please, and thank you. And Sarah get a nap eat some food fast and get a drink and just take a nap okay okay thanks girl all right bye bye